Alrighty, what's up everybody? AP and us, everyone's doing well. Um, first of all, happy Easter. Hope everyone's doing well, taking care of themselves uh, on this Saturday. Okay, so Saturday is going to be a recording time for myself. Um, so we actually got a guest on today. So we got my man Sai. How you doing, man? Hey, good. How are you? Yeah, good, man. Doing pretty well, pretty well. Um, obviously, we just came back from uh, good old Jacob's Ladder and stuff like that. Yes. So that was a really good session today and stuff. <laughs> it feels crazy, man. Like, this is the, like uh, shit, man. Like, I've been waiting for days like this for ages, man. You know what I mean? So, like, it's actually makes me very, very excited and stuff like that that we're kind of doing this and everything like that. Be uh, how you been, man? Being behind the mic is really exciting, yet nervous at the same time. But yeah, no, nah, don't be, man. It's all it's good. It's fun. Like, we just got to try and keep, keep the conversation natural and stuff yeah. like that, and then just see how we go from there. So, how you been, man? It's very good, actually. Training's been good. Um, been working on my sleep lately. It's been getting better. Yeah, nice. What are you doing for your sleep? Um, I've developed a routine. So, I listen to, like, rain sounds, which has really helped me. Okay, cool. And I don't eat, like, one hour before my bed. Yeah, that's been something that I noticed as well. Once I stopped eating a little bit, like, maybe an hour or two before, maybe even sometimes three hours depending on the meal if it's a big meal like for dinner or something like that yes. then I'll, um, I'll decrease my meal uh, not meal sorry but like I'll decrease my um, the like how much I take before dinner dinner's usually my least calories mm-hmm. out of the day so it usually kind of progresses from breakfast lunch to dinner yes like it's kind of like eat breakfast like a king you yeah. know lunch like a queen you know the cliche saying yes, that stuff like that cliche. but I still I still kind of get up within my calories and stuff like that as well yeah I uh, get the macronutrient intake and stuff like that going as well which is really really good yes um but yeah man I'm really excited to talk today because like you know obviously as I said like you know this has been a long time coming and stuff like that and you know to get a guest on here is you know pretty fucking awesome yeah. as well so I'm, I'm pretty excited so don't feel any nervousness or anything like that or like feel you have to filter yourself or anything like that yeah um I'm today uh, particularly you know like as I said, man, like we're just here to talk, you know, just have natural conversation, just see how we see where it rolls and progresses. Um, and as I said, man, I don't like to have any limitations on time either. Like yes. if, if the time, if the if the shit flows, we keep going, man. That's it. You know what I mean? So, all right, let's get it, man. So obviously, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, Sai, is kind of like, you know, bodybuilding and stuff like that, right? We yeah. went to the IFBB qualifiers, and I talked about it last week on my podcast, and we went to the IFBB qualifiers. Yes. But one thing that I wanted to kind of elaborate on is that you're, what, about 27 weeks out now? Uh, 24 weeks out. 24 weeks out. So, guys, in context, obviously, 24 weeks is roughly about, what, eight months now? No, roughly five plus months. What the hell am I talking about? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, about six months. Yeah, about, about six months. months. Yeah, my apologies. Uh, my maths is absolute crap. The CNS just shut up from Jacob's ladder, mate. So that's CNS. what it is. <laughs> good old CNS. There's good old CNS, mate. We say this every fucking time we go into Jacob's ladder, mate. Eight eight rounds in, we're fried, mate. Right. Today was very very tough. I don't know what happened today. I just, think we were just like fatigued. That's what I reckon as yeah. well. I think um, we just didn't. I just we just were kind of off today, to be honest yeah. with you. It was a bit of an off day for us. And Even the push-ups felt pretty difficult. Sorry. Even the push-ups today felt pretty difficult. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, and you were you were fucking insane before. It's three second eccentric and stuff like that. Fuck that. I would have died. Yeah, I would have died as well. Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to get like through like round four or some shit like that. I reckon yeah. if I kept going and stuff like that. But yeah, man. Like I mean, talk us through the bodybuilding stuff. Like, what does it take to go from the start, the peak of the bulk, yes. all the way down to the peak of your cut? 
it's a lot to take in mentally actually um, so it's made mostly like discipline and like every day is a test of how much you want to be on that stage and how bad do you want you know how bad you want to reach that goal of yours and sometimes you'll be questioning yourself why am I doing this you know is it worth it and especially having parents that don't support you like mine doesn't really help so you would have to draw motivation or discipline for yourself from the goal itself right so it's something I've been to as a kid so yeah yeah so obviously like as I said man like we don't give enough appreciation to these bodybuilders when it comes to the almost the mental side yes because they have to sac- they have to sacrifice a lot of stuff um, obviously they have to sacrifice you know social life yeah social life um, uh, alcohol intake as well particularly yes. if they um, like to have some fun with that shit yeah um, obviously another thing as well is your training sessions are going to be absolutely just brutal yes um, you would take a lot more caffeine that's definitely one thing I noticed when I was getting down to the final weeks of my cut in December yeah is that that caffeine intake's goes up makes you survive the days yeah but that's it man like and, I, and that was at like 10 percent. yeah imagine what you guys would feel yes yeah at six seven percent fucking brutal yeah fucking brutal now obviously you've told me about some stuff about one thing i wanted to know from you is about what those final weeks are like final four weeks take us through it what, what is it like the Everything. final weeks are like so you won't be able to get enough sleep like your sleep cycle will be absolutely fucked up and you won't get like good quality sleep and you'll wake up feeling like i don't know not 100 percent recovered and but you still got to you know push that through and you know the energy levels can be inconsistent as fuck you know um and this is something you'll notice as well whenever you eat high fast acting uh, high gi carbs you'll get extremely hot and vascular Okay. You'll start seeing the carbohydrates act on you. And that's something that I find very interesting. Yeah. And only when you're that lean, you'll observe like the fullness of the muscle tissue present on you and like, you know, the flatness of it. Yeah. And um, sometimes, you know, you'll be trying your best, but you won't even get a pump. You see that fuck that that drives me sh- that drives me fucking nuts. This um this thing on carbohydrates and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know obviously like a lot of fitness pages are kind of really overemphasizing the idea of carbohydrates and stuff like that. Yes. But man, they're fucking important. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like that shit is to make and break to creating muscle fullness. Yes. For bodybuilders, is carbohydrates. Yes. And stuff like that. So one thing I'm curious about is like the carbohydrate loading or like the carbohydrate intake. A couple of days before the show because you're probably on sweet fuck all yes. carbohydrate or bare minimal carbs yes so what we try and do before right before this uh, stage or like the show before we peak is that we try and deplete the muscle glycogen yeah so that when you do um, start eating carbohydrates you see the muscle fullness yeah on stage which which is what you want and uh, we I mean, there's a lot of misconceptions about sodium as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, sodium, people cut out sodium and like water, which is kind of stupid. Because you want, you know, most of the muscle is made, up, made out of water. And sodium kind of helps fill the muscles up. Yeah. So sodium is something, you know, people usually go wrong with. Yeah. Do not cut out sodium. Yeah. And uh, what you kind of do with carbohydrates is we almost go keto. Yeah right 
for a few days or a few weeks and then you sl- start to sl- slowly loading back up. Why do we do that? Uh, to see, so this is pretty much like a trail run. So let's say it's a peak week, right? We call it a peak week. We try and peak the physique just a few days before so that you can get a sneak peek of how, you can, how you're gonna look on stage yeah. and how your body reacts to the carbs you're doing. Yeah. Let's say you do 350 grams of carbohydrates that day and end of the day you look watery. That means you've had too much. Yeah. So that gives you a rough idea of how much carbohydrates you can load on on the stage day yeah. so that you don't, do, don't look watery on stage. Yeah. So it's all about looking perfect while you're on stage. That's the goal. Okay, no, that's good. Now, one thing obviously that like, it was crazy as well, because we were talking about this, like obviously one thing I observed from you, Si, is that like, when you talk and stuff like that, your your knowledge from when I obviously first met you and stuff like that, of both nutrition and training is dramatically improved. But one thing that I feel like you actually, like a genuine like masterclass, or you're gonna get to that point of masterclass is, is nutrition. Obviously like, it seems like that's kind of where you wanna be. Yes for your future as a potential nutritionist for bodybuilders, powerlifters, whatever Athletes. niche is interested in obviously taking your, like obviously I'm going into a powerlifting competition on June the 4th guys. And obviously I'm going to use Sai as a way to try and get that a very, it will be, it will be a very aggressive cut, but I feel like that's going to be probably the number one option. I feel like in, um, to keep that strength yes, uh, and then carb up for the day. You yeah. just need a fuck ton of carbohydrates 24 hours before it. Um, Cause obviously I don't know if there's a way in or not, they haven't given us anything because most powerlifting meets do have a weigh-in. Yeah. So if I can gun for that 83 kilo weigh-in, yes. Um, then obviously that'd be a huge win. But obviously, like, I'm interested to know, in nutritionally wise, would there be much a dif- much of a difference on how you would treat certain mi- micro mat- macronutrients with powerlifters or to bodybuilders if you were hypothetically given both? Um. So, how? Powerlifting and bodybuilding is slightly different, right? Yep. So, eighty. So let's say your weight is now eighty-nine kilos, right? Yeah. And you want to weigh in at eighty-three kilos. Yeah. So for you to be able to weigh in at eighty-three kilos, you have to obviously lose weight. Yep. And be depleted as hell. Yep. On that scale. Yep. Right. Um, however, for bodybuilding, there's no way in. Yep. Right? Unless you're in IFBB and there's weight classes, yeah. there's no way, way in. And the thing with that is that uh, you don't want to deplete and like load. So let's say you weigh in on Tuesday and yeah. your show is on Wednesday. Yeah. Right? Um, you want to peak on Wednesday, not Tuesday. Okay. Right? Right? And the thing with um, powerlifting is, let's say your show, I mean, your weigh in is on Tuesday and your uh, meet is on Wednesday. You can, they're not gonna see how you look, right? So let's say for a bodybuilder, 250 250 grams of carbohydrates is good. And it it makes them look good on stage. That's what we go with. But with a power lifter, even if you have 500, it wouldn't make a difference. That wouldn't. So that doesn't make any difference. Yeah. It doesn't make any difference. That's the different kind of approach you would take. Yeah. Now, obviously, one thing that people don't... This is something that people talk about with MMA is yes. the weigh-ins. The yes. weigh-ins are getting very, very dangerous for 
the mixed martial arts. I think most people that watch MMA or know sports or about the weigh-ins would agree that like how they go about their weigh-ins is way too aggressive. Yes. It's way too quick, way too fast, right? Yes. Obviously, I got Dr. Lane Norton. Obviously, he's been starting to get mixed martial artists into slow, slow calorie deficits. Mm-hmm. And obviously, no shit. It helps them out in the long run for the health yes. and stuff like that. Now, obviously, powerlifters do the same thing. Yeah. And it's a little bit taboo to talk about because we talk about it with MMA, but it's never talked about with powerlifters. I've seen powerlifters and stuff like that go hours and hours in a sauna just to burn the calories off that they need, which is fucked up. It is. But no one talks about that with powerlifters, which is unusual. I'm not too sure why that could be. Maybe because powerlifters already have a decent amount of body fat on them. So when they do cut down, they're still alright in terms of body fat percentage yeah. but when MMA guys do it they're fucking lean as hell yes. like bought, no I would say they're shredded yeah they do it so that they can fight in like a lower weight class and you know there's more chance for them winning yeah right and you know obviously if they're stronger than all the other competitors in that weight class they're gonna win yeah that's, that's the whole reason why they do it but yeah I was um, I was watching a video like I mean I still watch Greg Deset sometimes yeah yeah I was watching a video of him like talking about this powerlifter who's gained like 37 pounds. We're talking about pounds here. Uh, 37 pounds like a week after his weigh-in. That's fucked up. Yeah, that is very unhealthy. It is, that's dangerous. Extremely. Did anything happen to the guy? No, nothing happened to him. He just wanted to compete in a lower weight class and he won, you know, he won his fight. But then he was eating like anything because like because he's been in such an aggressive deficit right his body is like whenever whenever he eats food it's, it's like okay that's good i want food i want to store fat you know that's the natural mechanism of your body yeah and you know he's just been going off his tits and eating whatever he wants and he's gained like 37 pounds of weight in so a week. yeah so about 37 pounds in context guys is roughly about maybe 16 yeah 17 kilos 16 kilos that's a lot of weight one week it is a lot of weight you'll be surprised 16 kilos is that's not actually a lot of weight that's a shit ton of weight within one week that's absolutely psychotic yeah and um so like as i say like that's one thing that's very, very interesting about bodybuilders, man. And I saw like a lot of Instagram posts talk about this with the classic physique yes. on IFBB is that like a lot of these individuals snack for the food table mm-hmm. when it comes to getting ready for nationals and shit like that. Yeah. But there's maybe one to two guys that will still continue yes. to eat the same macros, same calories yes. than what they would the- any other time. What do you think separates the guys that go to the snack table and the individuals they'll just go for their regular meals the thing is I mean with my show personally I did not you know experience all this yeah right so I did go for the snack table myself of course right and then uh, what will happen is this is all mental so you're you're used to for 20 weeks or 25 weeks you're used to seeing yourself slowly get leaner and leaner and look better and more vascular right and get ready for that shape and then once you're on stage and then once you eat all this food the next day you're going to look all watery and that really fucks with your mind like body dysmorphia hugely kicks in like because of all the extra carbohydrates or extra food or fats or whatever you eat there's going to be a lot of water retention in your body the next day when you wake up and you will look i mean depending depending on your genetics some people will look you know decent and some people will look like extremely bloated right that really messes up with your mind and uh, 
I was pretty much depressed myself. Of course, of day. course. Yeah. And like, as I said, man, like this is the thing that people don't talk about with any sport that's taken to the extreme. Yes. Is that is that there's a dark side that comes out of you, definitely. You know, and it's it's fucked up. Yes, it's fucked up. But that dark side is the thing that pushes you yeah. to go to your limits and go the distance. You know what I mean? And I always remind myself of Rocky Balboa. It's the corniest shit. But like Rocky Balboa just said he wanted to just go the distance against Apollo Creed yeah. in the first film. You know what I mean? And obviously when I, when, I, when I hear, you know, guys like Rocky say that and stuff like that, it makes me think, fuck, why can't that be me? Yeah. Why can't I just go all the way? You know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously like individuals like me and you, we, we, we had it rough when we were younger. Yes. You know what I mean? We had a rough, even at teenager years. Mm. I'm assuming, I, obviously, I don't know your life that that well. Yeah. But um, you know, like, like you know, it like, and it always comes from those people who have fucked up, yeah, mindsets. You know, like you what, like those guys who did the classic physique up there, particularly the guy who did win Jordan. Oh yeah, guys like that, man. Like they're happy chaps, face to face externally, but their mind, man, it's fucking war. Yes, it's straight warfare, man. And it's not warfare in the fact that, like, you're worried about this guy, you're worried about this. No. It's you versus you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, same thing. Cliche, but it's so true. It is. It is very true. Like, you're in your, like, particularly during that final days of the cut, man, like, around Friday-ish. Saturday was fine, because obviously you told me to get the carbohydrates going and stuff like that then. Yeah. And started carb loading, so I was pretty happy with that. But, man, like, days felt slow. Mm. Days felt slow as fuck when you're leaner, man. When you're a little bit puffier... You're on that bulk season, baby, getting that caloric surplus. Life feels good, man. It does. Yeah. Life feels good. But then when you're in that caloric, even in that caloric <laughs> surplus, people forget to dial the fuck in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it's easy to gain weight. Hmm. It's easy. Yes. It is. It's tougher to gain weight conservatively. Yes. Motherfuckers want- to gain muscle. That's right. Yes. Because people never, first of all, there's always people that have too much variation in their program. That fucks me off. Yeah. That used to be me. Mm. I stopped doing that shit. I stopped it. Once I stopped putting too much variation in my program, yeah. my gains went through the roof. Mm. My adherence to the gym went through the roof. And, I, and and it sucks as well, but boring wins. Mm. Boring yes. wins. Yes. When you're in that gym, man, pick the most basic exercises or a variation of those compound movements that is going to work for you. Yes. It's boring as fuck, but it's going to work. Definitely. So, like, obviously, like, one thing that I want to talk to you about, you, man, like, is obviously, like, we've gone past the errors of, you know, chicken and rice and all that crap, right? Chicken, Definitely. rice, and broccoli and stuff like that. But do you think there's anything wrong with eating chicken and broccoli and rice if they wanted to eat that as well? Absolutely nothing. Okay. Okay. Chicken, yeah. broccoli, and rice is very nutritious. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, you don't have to make it, like, boring. You know, you don't have to boil your chicken in just salt and, you know, eat it dry, you know. That's when it's kind of like, you know, like when you can be smarter, why suffer? You know? Yeah. 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 And that's the thing, man. Like there's, this is one of the things I always talk about with people as well, man. Selective suffering. Yes. Pick suffering that's going to benefit you. Yes. Not suffering that's going to disbenefit you or put your headspace in such a fucked up place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like chicken, broccoli, and rice, as I said, like, like if chicken, broccoli, and rice is in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because chicken, broccoli, and rice, if it's well seasoned, obviously the broccoli's well seasoned, yeah. rice is well cooked, I'll eat it. Yeah. I'm not going to 
doesn't matter yeah. you know what I mean like if I put a bit of Alabama spice from Master Foods and stuff like that yeah. I'm, all, I'm all Gucci you know I'm fine but like this is the thing man is that like people want to suffer themselves with nutrition that's not the thing to suffer yourself with yes nutrition is fuel for me absolutely for me it's not an enjoyment yeah. that's why you if you ever see my food yeah. it's so fucking boring but don't yuck my yum don't yuck my yum because I find beef mince avocado with sweet potato delicious yeah some people hate it they need to have like spaghetti and pasta and yes. like these anabolic variations of like these old school foods which is fine yeah to each his own if you want to do that yeah but don't come at me saying that this is crap either yeah you know what i mean That's so what do you think about an approach like that where you just like all you're focused on is micronutrients macronutrients but you that's all you see food as yeah. you never see it as enjoyment what do you think of that that is also you know excessive as well you know yeah like the like I, like when you talk about balance and like excessiveness and obsess, obsessiveness like this is kind of like an unhealthy obsessiveness I would say yeah you know in the long run it's only going to hurt you yeah you know um, you want to I I know people say that you know you can't have relationships with food or whatever but like it's it brings joy I agree. Yeah. In occasions, you know? Yeah. Or like, you know, it brings family together, you know? And there's so many things we connect around food, the traditions and stuff. So instead of like, you know, keeping yourself in a little bowl or like a little circle and being like, okay, I can't eat this, I can't eat that, I can't eat this. Try and bring things into your circle, right? And try and, you know, let's say there's something you really love try and find an alternative for it or try and make that fit into your macros it's not going to kill you no it isn't no yeah like we had fried chicken the other day it hasn't killed us it's fucking brilliant yeah, yeah. loved it loved it I didn't gain weight from that day either like exactly. I, I didn't lose or gain weight you know it's just maintain and that's the thing man like it's okay to just eat fried chicken yeah if in moderation yes and within like something that it could be calculated as well man like obviously if you're eating a lot of low carbohydrates and stuff like that if you quote unquote carb cycle yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of carb cycling but I unintentionally do it as well yeah there is days where I have pretty low carbohydrates but I feel pretty good so I just kind of run from that and just yes. eat a very very high protein mm -hmm. and fats for the day but there's days where I'll fucking bonkers home with carbs yeah. you know and that's usually today Saturday's usually kind of that day where I amp up the carbs because mm -hmm. I'm doing Jacob's Ladder got my sled work yes. a lot of conditioning work that's going to happen calories is at my highest on Saturdays as well Yeah. and my recovery is bangers for Sunday you know what I mean so like that's where you start to calculate carbs in a very clever way Yeah. but in general like I'll for the general pop, I recommend carbohydrates just like steady all the way through the week. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only time that I would obviously recommend dropping carbohydrates is obviously if you're getting ready for a bodybuilding show, yeah. a few days out and stuff like that. And then you want to load up. The fucking plane! <laughs> the plane's gone ever in the background, mate. Shit. I don't know, that's fucking bullshit. Bloody genuine, man. That's crazy. No. they are higher in calories yeah that's the whole reason other than that you know there's no hate against fats or hate against carbohydrates or anything like that end of the day it's calories you know end of the day or week or year it's calories in calories out that's it I'm curious to know your opinions on fats because obviously it's it, it, it's still actually quite a um it's a controversial one obviously like it's it, proteins universally agreed upon yes most of the time it is yes. right like no one says oh eat a low protein who the fuck yeah. says that no one does yeah. no one does even if you didn't know anything about nutrition yeah the protein is always universally 
beloved, it's Most respected. Important. It's like the it's like the fucking you know I don't know the Michael Jackson of the micronutrients, mac, mac, macronutrients and shit like that. You know everyone loves protein and yeah. stuff like that, right? But carbs and fats are always controversial and questionable. People are starting to get onto carbohydrates a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Fats, I feel like, is still one that's still up in the window in the air, right? Yes. When do you think it would be beneficial for someone to have a higher fat diet? And then maybe a medium carbohydrate. Like, when do you feel like a higher fat diet could be beneficial for somebody? So, higher fat is uh, something, you know, personal. You yeah. Know, personal choice or like satiety related issues. Yeah. You know, if you're not, uh, you know, very satiated after your meals, um, you know, mostly 99% of the people find fats very satiating. Yeah. Right? So... If you're feeling, if you're struggling with satiety issues, fats can really help you. Yeah. And like even with athletic performance and stuff like that, you don't want to cut your fats. Um, let's say you want to perform really well. You know, taking aside bodybuilding shows, you know, taking aside bodybuilding shows, it's going to get extreme. But like in the general, if you want to have good performance, the least fats you would want to be having is 0.5 grams per kilo of body weight. Okay. Don't cut it lower than that. Yeah. Because they play a role when it comes to like hormones, you know, your body functioning properly and like your cognitive function and all those kind of things. Yeah. Now that's fantastic because uh, obviously like you would probably know for me, like I'm a little bit, I'm, I've always been kind of like, I have a massive love for fats mm-hmm. just because like avocado is one of my all-time favorite foods, period. Yes. Love avocado. You know, avocado is something I put in every single meal. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's very versatile as well. Yes. Because you can put it with breakfast with your eggs. You can have it with beef, chicken, like turkey. Like you can put it with anything, right? Yes. Um, and obviously like for dinner, same thing. You can put it in a salad. Yes. There's all of that with the coleslaw, guacamole. Oh, you know, there's, guacamole. there's a lot of things you can do with avocado. Yes. But avocado just feels like you feel like a million bucks after eating one. Yes. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's got high fats and it is more calorie dense Yes. as well. And that's something that I always tell people and recommend people, get off the nuts, bro. Yeah. Stay off the fucking nuts because mm. that is a fat to me. While nuts are okay, they are nutrient-wise pretty decent. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, but man, they're so calorically dense. Like you can eat nuts any day of the week, budget. man. Handfuls, bro, you got like yes. 600 calories. That's very true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless the guy's a hard gainer. Yeah. Which there is some people out there, but sometimes with hard gainers, they're just fucking lazy with counting calories and like figuring out their caloric expenditures. That's all it is. And then they go, like some of them come up to me and stuff like that. They're like, oh bro, I eat fucking Maccas, bro. I eat fucking Maccas. And it's just like, well, are you eating other than that? And they're bricklayers. Yeah. Those guys burn calories. A lot. Burn calories, man. Particularly in like 30 plus degree weathers. Yes. Humidity's like 50 plus percent. Yeah. They can burn a shit ton of calories. Very true, yeah. The only, when they have their break, they're not even sitting. They're standing while they're eating, man. So they're still burning calories yeah. at a decently high rate. Usually rough human being, man. 100, 150 to 150, like 200 calories, man. Depending on your weight. Yeah. You can, you can, that's why like some people, man, they stand at work sometimes, yeah. particularly if they really want to burn off calories. Yeah. Some people put on fucking weighted vests, you know what I mean? Yeah. To still burn some calories. You know, yeah. people put on weighted vests when they walk, which is fantastic. I think that's very underrated. Like we do at times. Yeah, well, that's it, man. Like, I mean, people do it, we do it at Jacob's Ladder and stuff like that. Obviously, like we'll get onto that in the, uh, later on, but like, like that is something that I feel is very underrated to try and get that caloric expenditure up, up a bit more yeah. is to flog on a weighted vest 
Yeah. It sounds stupid as, yeah. but it does work. It works. It does work. It's been shown through research. It's been shown through all the anecdotal evidence and stuff like that, just through people watching and stuff like that. Yes. You do lose more calories mm-hmm. by putting on, let's say, f- like 5 to 10% of your body weight through external load Definitely. on the way to vest and stuff like that yeah. um, obviously one thing I want to talk about with you is conditioning yes. uh, for bodybuilding preps you know that's something that it, it, it obviously it's talked about yes. you know obviously cardio it, I, I'm interested to see because like I want to see a bodybuilder go no cardio yeah. No cardio. Like that's something that like most of the bodybuilders will do conditioning just because it increases the caloric expenditure yes. and stuff like that. But do you think it's very, very possible to do fuck all cardio, like no cardio? On prep? Yeah. That and get mean- to that point. Ah. That means you would have to be like eating very low calorie food. Okay. You know, instead of... So ca- cardio or calorie expenditure or conditioning work is used as a tool, right? Yeah. Instead of like... Let's say you want to eat 2,500 and burn off 500 extra calories every day. You know, it's still giving you, literally giving you a way to eat more, right? And suffer less. So the less you eat, the more suffering it is. So yeah, it's all about the tricks and tips of making you suffer less to attain that look. Yeah. How does the conditioning programming look like? Um, different people and different coaches do it differently, right? Um, and also uh, p- dif- depends from person to person as well. Like, um, it's either like increasing your output, like let's say a step count, you know, increasing it from 10k steps to 15k steps, increasing the expenditure. Or some people, uh, like my coach, uh, my current coach, Will Collins, he prescribes heat training sessions uh, twice a week. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so like 45 seconds on and then a minute and a half off. Hit training sessions, so like 45 seconds of 100% work. Yeah. And then you're recovering for one and a half minute. And um, the more energy <clears throat> he wants you to expend, the rounds will increase. That's interesting. So what type of, like, what's the baseline start off? So like, how many rounds? Um, so five rounds. So the, his current client that he's a, that is about to compete next week for ICN he started off with 5 rounds and then now he's doing 10 rounds per session fuck yeah 10 rounds of- what type of um, high, what type of exercises would you flog in there like roughly uh, I I mean I do not know what he's prescribed for the particular client but like um, there would kind of be like you know kind of pretty much like a uh, what you would say Maybe something like battle ropes or something like that? Yes, yeah. Okay. Battle ropes or like the air bike, you know? Yeah, okay. Something like that. Something nah. not too taxing. But I say, Will, if you ever listen to this at some point, sorry, mate, we'll keep it a confidential here, mate. So that's the wording we'll flog out there and stuff yeah. like that. We'll keep it there. Um, no, I was going to say, um, conditioning is very interesting. Obviously, like a lot of people fuck off the conditioning once yeah. they're done and stuff like that, yeah. which I think is dumb as hell. Yes. I think it's really, really stupid. Yeah. Not just from a fact of, oh, I've done the cardio, that's it and stuff like that. But it's a mental thing as well. Yes. Conditioning is the suffering that benefits you. Yeah. Selective suffering, that's a positive suffering. Yeah. Sounds like an oxymoron, but like it's a suffering that's going to present benefit to you. Yes. In the long run. Yes. Your heart is going to be way better off. I like cardio myself. So I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's great. And that's obviously like what that's what we kind of talk about like 
in the last couple of months and stuff like that, particularly as I was starting to get into my 800 meter sled drag streak and stuff like that. 70 days counting, by the way. 70 days strong. Fucking impressive. impressive. Fucking impressive, man. I'm so happy about that shit, eh? Beast mode coming on. Sorry? Beast mode. Yeah, no, I was about to say, that's the thing, bro. I want to get into this powerlifting meet and stuff like that, where I can do 100 plus days yes. and lift some fucking heavy weight. That's badass, I reckon. It is. That's badass. Coming off a fractured toe as well yes. in January. Yes. Obviously, a lot of stuff happened in personal life and stuff like that um, that I already talked about on here. But like, um, if I can get to that point June the June the fourth or fifth, yes. and I get like those type of beastly numbers, yes, while still keeping a decent conditioning tool in there, yeah, that's going to pay dividends to my lifting, which I, I think it's done phenomenal, phenomenal benefits yeah. too. That's something that I would prescribe to clients if I ever get into bodybuilding type stuff. Yeah, is I want to I want to bring a conditioning that yeah. is so freak showish. Yes, it's scary, like something that separates the pack. Yes. Because any motherfucker can get on the staircase or the stairmaster, boom, yes, go for it. And people will create this argument saying, oh, what about eccentric load, eccentric load? The sled has no eccentric load. Yes. So the recovery is so fast. Yeah. My recovery, my legs are fine within the next hour. Yeah. Next hour. And the fact that I can walk afterwards and yeah. feel like my legs aren't getting a two by four up its ass, yes. that's a win. Yes. The lunges were good for the mental side. Yeah. But they absolutely are not something that I would prescribe to clients. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly right the eccentric load of the back leg particularly there's too much lactic acid man yes too much lactic acid being held in and that's obviously something I'm going to do for our our next cut in 2024 that's what we're roughly gunning well obviously we've got the cut coming up now yeah and stuff like that but for that um, obviously guys like I've got to announce it here fucking might as well we've got the bodybuilding show going in 2024 I'm going to try and see if I can do a bodybuilding show and stuff like that I'll have to cut down for a triathlon in 2023 anyway so like obviously I'll go to side for that as well yes um, to get ready for just a caloric deficit (laughs) I'll obviously lose weight very very quickly probably just because like I'm going to be doing so much conditioning work that no matter how many calories I eat it's going to kind of fucking be like see you later that's it at that point so obviously at that point it's just about maintaining a like uh 11 to 12 percent doesn't have to be 10 percent this time around yeah like 12 and a half is going to probably do it for me yeah. this time around yeah. it's lean yeah it's stuff like that but it would still keep me kind of good for recovery and stuff like that i can still go in the gym and weight train alongside the triathlon and still and that's why obviously you got to build those numbers now yes. you know this is something we're going to talk about here yeah. point of diminishing returns yeah. obviously we had a, a, a really good mate of ours obviously do an excessive amount of cardio yeah. and stuff like that now how much is enough cardio like what do you think is that point where it's like a guy's focused on their strength and their their hypertrophy in their muscles right but they still want to do cardio what would be your recommendations so um i would say you know obviously you know eccentric loading we were just talking about um you know something like list cardio you know low intensity steady state cardio is the best cardio you know um, you know, like literally going for a walk. It doesn't even feel like, you know, you're sweating or anything like that. Your heart rate would probably be going up to maximum 100 beats per minute. Yeah. You know, it's nothing. You yeah. won't even feel your legs getting sore for it. Yeah. And I say That's to people all the time, the best thing. I say to people all the time, like walking is a powerhouse. Yes. It's a fucking powerhouse. Very it's underrated. It is massively underrated. Yes. Massively underrated. Because the cool thing about walking as well, you can put a weighted vest on for it. Yes. And we talked about that before. Wait, we just talked about it, obviously, a couple of minutes ago. Weight invested walking is supremely underrated. Obviously, we talk about walking being underrated. If you want a decent cardiovascular tool, that's obviously almost like rucking, but it's like rucking on steroids, I reckon. Just because, like, rucking, it's 
a lot in the lumbar spine. Yeah. The loading's pretty rubbish on it because yeah. there's no front loading as well alongside. There's no equal distribution of loading. True. The weighted vest can give you equal distribution of loading. Yes. You know what I mean? Particularly if it's an even number just because obviously there's more here and same number at the back and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So like that's where I feel like a weighted vest walking could be like absolutely incredible yes, for our clients as well. Absolutely. So like that's why I always say to people, man, like pick a couple of things. I reckon my top three selections for most individuals would be like, this is only my opinion, take it with a grain of salt, even the people that are listening as well, is weighted vest walking, yes. um, sled drags, or a sled, like forward, backward sled drag, whatever you want to do. Yeah. I got that one from Knees Over Toes guy. That was a banger. Game changer for the knees as well. Yeah. And not only that as well, it can put, put on some decent size onto your vastus medialis yes. and you'll feel your lateral hips work quite a bit yes. as well. So definitely that as well. Um, another one as well is the third one. I definitely just recommend some sort of bike, man. Just bike, you know. Um, walking would be number one. Wear your vest, walking one of the two, right? Just all yeah. equal. And then obviously sled drags as some sort just because you can load that shit up as well yes. and go around the park. And if you go backwards as man, well as well, you're going to turn into a freak. Like athletically as well, even if you're a guy that plays sports yeah. and you just look at the cut down as well, because there is obviously clients that out there that are still athletes. They play you know, Saturdays and Sundays and stuff like that. Yes. They're in their 30s and stuff like that. And they play, yeah. maybe play netball with their mates and stuff like that. Yes. The backwards walking, and people forget like how cheap it is, man. A treadmill is a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. A sled's like a fucking hundred, couple hundred bucks. And then take it to the park. That's it. That's it. Put it in the back of your car. Ball game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people, and people will say, oh, what if it's raining? Bro, fucking put it on a hoodie. Like, yeah. it's not that difficult. You know what I mean? Put it on a hoodie. And if it rains, like, obviously, it's going to make it easier for you to drag, slow the drag. Like, it's inertia. Like, the grass is going to be wet. Yeah. You'll be done quicker. So, you know, like, and people forget. Like, that's one thing that, obviously, that people said about the weather as well. Is like, oh, how are you going to do the slow drags when it's wet? Yeah. I'll fucking go. I'm going to fucking go. doesn't matter if it's pissing down. doesn't matter if it's storming or windy. I'm going to fucking do it. The wind's not going to stop you from doing it. It's yeah. wind. Wind can't sway you back and forth yeah. and stuff like that. Like, come on. Like, you know what I mean? And so, like, that's that's something that people tend to forget about, like, any type of cardio. Yeah. There's always a way to get that cardio done. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And it doesn't have to be fucking... It doesn't have to be high-intensity interval training. Yeah. Um, people always think it has to be hit, hit, no. hit, hit, hit. But most people don't even know how to program hit properly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, if you want to work on your anaerobic like energy system yeah. it's a 1 to 5 work to rest ratio yes. 1 to 5 so for example 10 seconds on 50 seconds rest yes. that is technically working anaerobic capacity yeah. aerobic capacity low intensity interval minimum effective dosage yes. 30 minutes roughly at about 130 150 beats per minute yes. is usually what it's considered I promote nasal breathing, yeah. but obviously some people just have some fucked up noses. Like me. Yeah, like yourself. Yes. I, I wanted to say you, but I didn't want to be mean either. <laughs> but like, but like, like you know, that's kind of like the thing I promote as well is nasal breathing. Just works the diaphragmic muscles. You keep more calm and relaxed. Because yeah. I notice with conditioning as well, we a lot of people get over aroused. Yeah. With conditioning, they get a little bit fucking up there and stuff like that. They're like, oh, you're fucking... And they start to go like a little bit titsy and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they're like, their head space is like spinning. Yes. And stuff like that. That's what you need to tell them. Relax. Take it easy. It's fucking cardio, right? Yeah. It's not the weight. You know what yes. I mean? Take that to the weights. That's all good with me. But not cardio. No way. It shouldn't be put in cardio. So that's where I promote the nice breathing just to keep it relaxed, keep it calm, and keep it a little bit steady. So that's it. All right. So we'll take a quick break. All right. Um, obviously, it's fucking dark out here, so I need to turn on the lights anyway. So I'm just going to use this as an excuse to cut the break off. All right. We'll be back in a couple minutes.
All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. What is up? Okay, now, part two. Sorry? What is up, everyone? Yeah, what's up, what's up? Okay, anyway, we're continuing on. Um, Just obviously that part one was kind of more about the nutrition, stuff like that. And, um, you know, obviously, like, nutrition's great, you know, and it was very interesting to learn from yourself, actually, because I actually didn't know some of the shit that you even said to me. Like, we've talked about it, we talked about it in conversation, but we haven't kind of gone as in-depth. Yeah. As you usually would, you know what I mean? Just because obviously, just, I don't know, we just talk about other shit. But like, this is good. Like, this is really, really good because then obviously I get to learn from you. I get to learn. And this is obviously why I bring guests on board, man. Like, this ain't about me, bro. This is about the guest, you know what I mean? You're a guest, serve. When you come into AP and us, mate, you are you are you you're you're catered to you know what i mean so like that's that's always like it's always that's a privilege for me man you know what i mean and um obviously like one of the things about training as well is you know the mental side of it i mean we talked about a little bit in the first half and stuff like that but obviously i want to elaborate on a little bit more you know what i mean because like obviously mindset is obviously it's probably the most essential element it is the to the to everything not even just like fitness life life right obviously and um, you know, like, let me tell you right now, I'm not a life coach, right? Let me discreet that right now. I've discreeted that in almost every episode uh, that I'm not a life coach. But I can tell you right now that we got two dogs here, two dogs, right? And obviously, this is something that you know, we 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 bleed for this. Yes. We we truly truly care about ourselves. Yeah. We care about other people as well. Yeah. People always think because we're selfish, we don't care. Mm. Fucking rubbish. Absolute rubbish. We're selfish because we want to set the example. Yes. And right. stuff like that. If I could be the unicorn of the of the group and be a fucking leader, that's a win for me. Even if it's for one person, yeah, that's a win for me. Same. I feel it the exact same as well. That's right. Even if I'm impacting, you know, one single person, it's worth it for me. Yeah. And people think we bullshit. People think people think we bullshit about that type of stuff. You know. Yeah. People think it's for ego and stuff like that. Let me tell you right now. You need some sort of ego to get yourself to places in life. Yeah. You do need a dosage of ego. You can't have a complete zero ego, no no egoness at all. Yeah. You need some. That's important. People tend to forget that. People say, oh, you don't, oh, I've got fuck all ego. No. You need a bit of ego yeah. to get to the wonderland. To wherever you want to go, you're going to have to have a little bit of cockiness. A little bit. Not too much. Yes. Just a dosage. Like just a pinch of it, right? Yes. Because you don't want to be arrogant either. They don't, that ain't it but you need to fucking trust yourself yes you know what I mean like and obviously like where did you get to a point where you felt yourself you know where you're just like I'm the fucking man in this place and stuff like that have you ever been to that point ever uh to be honest not yet that is what I strive for yeah you know um you know I really obviously I'm very hungry about like the bodybuilding and stuff when I was on that stage I was like okay this is me that is why I'm so hungry for it. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. You know, like this is this is something that obviously, like, people te- once once again, it's always a tendency of people forgetting this type of stuff because I think some people can really misunderstand us. Yes. As people, you know what I mean, and not even just us, but like many people that are in the fitness thing, not just us. Obviously, I don't want to make this about a oh, you know, uh, why me, why me type of thing. Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like we've been misunderstood for a long time. We have. Yes. By a lot of people. They may, they may not tell us. Yes. But they, they misunderstand us and judge us incorrectly sometimes. And sometimes you can take on critique. Yeah. And sometimes you got to be like, hey, that ain't me, man. Yeah. That ain't me. You know, obviously. And it comes harshest from your family. Yes. Uh, sadly, it does come from the family, probably the worst, just because they're your family. Yeah. You can t- take it from a stranger. Yeah. 
I could usually just be like, fuck out of here. Yeah. With a stranger, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. No, I'm not. You should. You should. Most people should. I, I don't give a fuck. Like, you, you, like you give a fuck to a little extent initially. Yes. But then, like maybe like a, a minute or two later, boom, it's gone. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? And um, when it comes from an a, anonymous on the internet, bro, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? And that's the thing that I don't get about these influencers, man. Oh yeah. They flog around the word haters, 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 and haters. Bro, don't even acknowledge them. Yeah. Don't even acknowledge them. I obviously made a decision within my circle yeah. that was. Most people would probably consider it a ruthless move by me mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which I can understand. Yeah. But at the same time, bro, I gotta do what's best for me. Yeah. I gotta do what's best for me. I need to be selfish. Yes. And one of the things that obviously we talk about quite a bit yes. is there's nothing wrong with being selfish. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously that's something that when. Obviously, I'll take it back to you at some point, side, but like yeah. when we, we, go, we go into the training we go into life mm-hmm. some people i see they're killers in the gym yes killers killers man they they switch on this alter ego of us bro yeah i don't have a i like i change the facade when i'm out of that gym the real me is in the gym yeah and you saw it in my instagram videos yeah i scream like a fucking demon you do I scream like the devil's fucking coming right behind my back, right? The beast comes out. That's uh, that, like a, not even a fucking beast. Like, like the devil comes out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I say it all the time, man. I'm a man of God and stuff like that. But man, you got to dance with that devil sometimes. Yeah. You got to really tap into some like, like the, the smelling the blood. Yes. As I, I say to you quite often all the yeah. time. You know, obviously, do you ever get into that? Like that? Tr- like, like there's a lot of individuals that are very stoic as fuck when they lift. They stay very calm, like very calm, controlled, yes. controlled as hell. Do you ever get to that point where it gets like you, you tap a white line? Yes, I most definitely do. Especially um, like we were talking about, like um, those tough days on my prep. I really use those dark demons or devils or like some sort of shit people have said to me like, you know, you can't do this. Why are you doing this? You know, you'll fail. I'll use that as a fuel. Be like, fuck, I'm going to prove you fucking wrong. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. People always tell you not to worry about these type of guys and stuff like that. But some external motivation is nothing bad. Yes. Either. You do need almost something that feels like they're chasing. Even if it's manufactured. Yes. And that's something that's very fucked up about my mind. Sometimes people aren't even saying this stuff. I do that too. Yeah. But like, they, <laughs> they, they you fucking think they are. Yeah. It's scary as hell, man. Yeah. And the fact that I'm laughing about it is fucking terrifying as well. But like, that's a mindset that people tend to really forget with individuals, man. That can't be bullshit. Yeah. That can't be lied about, man. You can't, you can't come on a fucking podcast like this or a microphone yeah. and bullshit that. You just can't. I can see it. Yeah. You can see it. Definitely. Individuals can see that shit. Yeah. If you're lying about it. Yeah. You can tell when people are lying about it and stuff like that. And like, you know, you know, like if you're at that, if you're at that, it's not level, but that frequency mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you can tell who the dogs are. Yes. And one of the things that bothers me, and this was one of the things that obviously like I got critiqued for is why can't you just let people enjoy their life? Why can't, why, why don't you stop judging people? I never judged you, bro. Yeah. I never judged you. I never judged anybody. If you want to live that life, cool. Cool. But don't come to me in 30 to 40 years time and be with, like, with your kid and with your family, still at the same level. You got a house, 
Good on you. That's a win. You're paying off the bills? Okay, cool. But that's an average. Where's the greatness? That's it. That's exactly right. Most motherfuckers can get a house. Yes. You can get a house, I can get a house. Yeah. Where, most people can. If you if you if you worked a nine to five, a full time work, yeah. you'll get a house. Yes. You will get a house. That's yes. just how it is. You will. You'll figure it out. Most people do, right? The bank will help you out with getting a house. Most people will get a house. Yes. Even if it's rented, you'll get a house. Yes. Most people have kids. Just fucking the bed. Yeah. You'll have kids. Maybe one, maybe two. Who knows, right? Yes. Most people will get a nine to five job. Yes. Most people will, right? That's the average, right? Most people will never chase their dreams, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And obviously like one of the things that always kind of creeped into my mind is that what happens when I die? Yeah. You know, what happens that, because apparently the, it, one of the uh, interesting things about death is obviously you can see your life right through the glimpse of an eyes before you die. Everyone's like, you, yeah, I've heard most people when, when, when it's come to that moment, yeah. that's what they've told me. Mm. is that you just get like this quick glimpse mm. of, from birth to death yes. of your life before you go. Yeah. Which is chilling to think about. Yes. I'm okay with it. Obviously, I, 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 I'm not even bullshitting here. And this is, once again, I'm not lying about this. I'm generally not afraid of death. Yeah. I don't Same. fear death, right? I, I truly do not fear it. I never fear I feared it as a kid and a teenager. Yeah. But now, I don't. Same. I don't. I don't. Whenever it happens, it happens. That's it. It can happen today, tomorrow, whenever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Right? I don't fear it. I, I truly, I, I swear to God to you, I truly don't fear death. Like, I don't fear it at all. Right? Maybe that's the thing that kind of like is the fucked up thing. Because if you don't fear death, then what's the, where's the push in life? Right? Yeah. Because mo because that's what chases most people, right? Is that chase of immortality. Yes. You know, that's the key. That keeps the guys like MJ, you know, you know, the fucking Elon Musk's and shit like the Kanye West's still chasing for more is mm. death right yeah. it's most people's ultimate motivator yeah is death right because then like at this point man the like i always say like life's life's a a sprint with no finish line very true because people talk about life's a marathon mm. i don't i don't agree no i don't agree like because i get the 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 the, the intent that the marathon's long yes. but bro you could die when you're fucking 10 yeah you know what i mean we're keeping people in the world dying right now. That's it, bro. That we don't even know. That's it, bro. That's it, bro. And there's probably a kid out there, like fucking seven years old, man, that unfortunately has leukemia. Yeah. Yeah, Fiona Stanley right at the Royal Margaret Hospital, you know what I mean? So, like, don't don't come to me, bro, and tell me that shit's a marathon, bro. Yeah. Because you could die fucking ten, seven years old, man. Yes. It's very possible, man. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing that's like, why, why would you want to be comfortable? Look, look. You don't have to train. Yeah. For me to like you. Yeah. Like, fuck. If you don't want to train, whatever. That's that's just a placebo aspect of it all. Yes. If you look, if you took training out of me, fucking I'd be devastated. Devastated. But I'll live I'll live on. I'll live on. Because I'll figure out some way to keep myself prevailing. Yes. Some way. Some way. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. We all do. Yeah. And that's the thing, man. Is that like Adaptation. That's it. Adaptation. That's important, man. Yes. That's very underrated, actually, is adaptation. Can you elaborate on that, actually? Adaptation as in, like, you know, like, let's say breakups or, like, losing people, whatever. You know, you got to deal with it. And, you know, it's it's so cliche when I'm saying, like, you got to deal with it. Because yeah. you know, it seems so tough at the time when you're going through something like that. But then it's either, like, you know, it's in how you approach a loss, right it's either like 
okay, I'm going to, uh, you know, let this destroy me or I'm going to let this make me a better version of myself, you know, as cliche as that sounds or whatever it is, you know, it, de- it all depends on how you deal the cards like you would say yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, man. And obviously, like, man, you, you, saw, you saw my household today, man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, obviously, the household that I have, man, it's not, it's not, it's not the normal one. Mm. it's not like people you can you can say whatever you want man but like you know don't don't, don't tell me this house is normal like we got a fucking 20, 26 year old disabled man yes. that I still have to wipe the ass off yeah you know what I mean like who strips naked because he doesn't know fucking better yeah you know what I mean like this is this is something people don't see yes they will never see it and they'll judge quickly and they'll yeah. think where the fuck does AP get this from that's where I get it from yeah that's where I get it from man is like the fact that he he will never experience what life's about. Yeah. He won't. People say, oh, that's for the better. Bullshit. No. Bullshit. Because he never gets the intrinsics of life. Yes. He'll never get that. He just cognitively, he just can't. He can't do it. Yeah. Right? You could tell him, hey, we're going to die one day. But he'll just be like, okay, whatever. Just fucking go to the toilet again. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but like, you know, like that, that, that's the thing, man. Like, is that like, I know that shit out of the four people here. Out of the four brothers and siblings and stuff like that. Yeah. that's a lot to weigh in yeah. and stuff like that it scares me some days yeah. but that fear factor keeps me going man. because like you know like you never know when like that could kind of when it could end for him like that could shit end for him in his 30s yes. because he doesn't know how to control his weight and he might get, just get a fucking heart attack boom that's it he's gone dead Yeah, gone same with, same with the big boy same with Liam in there and stuff like that you know what I mean and then it's just me Yeah. right and then I have to figure out something to carry on that type of thing but no one will ever get that you could explain it to them and it'd be like what's the thing that drives you bro the thing that drives me will take you one fucking hour long yeah like that's one episode in itself yes. of this it's too long yeah I can't like you we, we need to have a coffee and sit down for that shit man yeah to talk yeah, about really that deep. and that'd be the same for you yes that'd be the same for mum that'd be the same for dad that'd be the same for your mum and your dad yeah and stuff like that is that what's the thing that drives you bro it's not just a boom one line answer that's it it's everything that drives me there's a huge build up there is man there is and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger as you get older it doesn't get smaller man no. for some people for most individuals the, the the quote unquote I'm gonna say it the sheep mm-hmm. of the world yeah. that, sh- that motivation gets smaller or that that drive it gets smaller as they get older yeah. because they start to live the modalities of the average life yes house kids mm. pay the bills yeah. 9 to 5 how the fuck do we escape that? Too late now. Yeah. Too late. I got kids. I- I'm married. Exactly. So. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there's so many people that are married and have kids at our age, you know, 25 and 26 or like 24, are do- trying to be a goat or like trying to trying to strive for that greatness. And there's people that are like, oh, okay, this is what it is. You know, I'm average. And that's the that fuck. It, it, it's very. It, I, I talked about this in one of my earlier episodes. Like I think it was like episode four or something like that. Is that why I intentionally do not go for relationships? I don't chase women. Yes. Um. You 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 boys know that. Yeah. Um. I don't ever attempt to chase women. Yeah. Even when I was drunk and stuff like that at clubs, I just never did it. Yeah. Just because in my headspace, I know first of all, if I had to take it back here, and that naked guy comes out, <laughs> asking to put his clothes on and shit like that, yeah. they're going to be a strong-willed woman. Yes. to deal with shit like that it's gonna fucking suck for her 
Yeah. And the fact that as well that if we obviously you know get it on and stuff like that. Yeah. Have a kid. She's pregnant. Yeah. That kid could be dis- uh, disabled. Yeah. That's fucked. And that man, when you get a disabled kid like that. Yeah. Ball game. Yeah. Ball game. That's it. Mm. It's done after that. Every ambition and dream you had. Yeah. Out the window. Out the window. And that ha- that's what happened with my parents, man. Yeah. You know, obviously they had their kids they thought it was going to be all good they thought they were going to pursue everything went down yeah. went down and then they got to this and stuff like that you know what I mean and then I, I feel like I feel the need to try and not carry it per se but amplify it yeah that they couldn't sadly and a, a blessing as well because obviously they learned things about themselves as well yes. just as we learn things through our circumstances and the, the the failures and setbacks or whatever you want to call worded yeah. um, through what we do and stuff like that you know and obviously one thing I want to talk to you right now which I feel like is going to get really deep what is your biggest failure your biggest one like you're just like fuck that's it uh, 2020 was a very very tough year for me yeah, for us, for most people, man. Yeah. Um, nothing related to COVID or anything like that. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, it's a very huge and deep topic to get into, but, like, there's a lot of things that happened. Um, like, a lot of emotional um, breakdowns that happened. Like, yeah. I've... I, so, okay, in a, brief, in a brief way, like, I was in a really, really serious relationship. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was starting to think like you know I'm only starting to realize now how toxic it was after I'm completely recovered from it yeah but then back in the day I used to think you know that's my you know she's my entire life you know even if I work hard okay I'm trying to work hard so that I can provide for her or something like that you know I thought I was going to marry her or something like that and then you know obviously we broke up I mean she broke up with me and uh yeah (laughs) I didn't know how to take it and I was not mature enough back then and like I didn't know how to deal with it and I went in like the wrong path of dealing with it yeah like you're using alcohol and like using food as an escape emotionally eating and yeah like it got to a point where I was like you know really dependent on the alcohol and I got like really overweight like 96 kilos I got up to and then one day I just looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, what am I doing? You know, it just suddenly hit me. What am I doing? I need to work on myself. Yeah. All this time, like almost for six, seven months, everyone was trying to tell me, you need to work on yourself. You need yeah. to work on yourself. You need to get over it. But I was not listening. I was just ignoring. And I was trying to find the easier escape. Yeah. You know, in my mind, I was like, you know, this is my life. My life is done. Yeah. It's finished. There's nothing after this. But then, you know, this is where the emotional attachment part of it comes, you know, for my bodybuilding as well. You know, that is what got me back into this shape I am right now. Not just physically, mentally. You know, it, it has helped me tremendously. Yeah. And obviously, um, yeah, I commend you for obviously saying that, first of all, because um, yeah. not a lot of people would get to that point of 
talking um, yeah. stuff like that or get to that deepness of it all so I respect that thank you for telling us uh, telling people that because obviously anybody could look at that man yeah. and they could seriously get something out of that man so yeah. I appreciate that um, you know and obviously like I, lo- I love to hear this stuff man obviously I don't like to hear this, the, the sadness behind it because it is sad Yeah. but at the same time man like whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you stronger man yes and you know like one of the greatest things about winning is that those failures create some of your most biggest wins yes and it is the most beautiful beautiful thing about life and you know obviously um, you know when I talk about you know winning and stuff like that to a lot of people man um, obviously like there was a lot of things that kind of motivated me yeah. obviously I talked about it just then um, but like you gotta you gotta really take yourself to a place of like no return some days yeah. and um, you have to sign yourself for the non-negotiable yes. uh, the non-negotiable that you tell yourself every day I am going to do this yeah. and whoever's going to get in my way is going to get the fuck out of the way Exactly. whoever's going to stop me is not going to stop me Yeah. and you're almost like this immovable object yeah. against an unstoppable force and that unstoppable force is the other version of yourself Yes. it's two versions of yourself Yes. the good and the bad yeah. and stuff like that or the, the angel and the devil or you know whatever you want to call it the light of the dark side yes. right now obviously during these points in time when you are locked the fuck in the dark side takes over yeah and stuff like that the alter ego comes out mm-hmm. and stuff like that I learned this a lot from Kobe Bryant obviously before uh, after he unfortunately passed away um, you know obviously like the Marvel mentality he would almost like he, he said he played the Michael Myers Halloween theme song before games yeah to get into his 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 mode yeah. to say I'm gonna fuck you up on the court. Yeah, that's it. Nothing else. So that's something that's really really crazy about myself is that I can get into that th- those zones. Yeah, people don't even know it. Mm. They and this is the thing, man. Is that like when I left that that friendship group? It was roughly now about three weeks ago. Um, you know, obviously. And obviously, I told you about what the, what the chick said, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, uh, but by the way, guys, this is this is honesty. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not gonna filter shit or anything like that for this fucking video. Fuck that. Okay. If I'm gonna keep it raw with you in hundred, I'm gonna keep it raw in hundred with you. All right. Because that's what creates is what the point of APNS is. These uncomfortable conversations. Yes. And stuff like that. And if if they hear this, fuck them. Okay. Anyway, um, and, and if they want to say it to my face, they can fucking say this to my face, all right? I don't give a damn at this point. Yeah. It's at a point of no return anyway. Is when they when they created when when they when she created that post about me or that that um that Instagram caption. Yeah. That was I, I feel it was direct shade of me. Yeah. Um, and then she obviously got rid of me and stuff like that. And you know she, you know obviously that hurt, man. Yeah. Hurt. Because it's like this is a man who took himself to hell mm. not for himself first of all yeah but to set the tone and the example yeah in that group mm. and when they don't understand or even just respect mm. where I come from that hurts yeah it feels like an absolute spit in the face man that mm. you put that effort to try and be a leader a yeah. leader to a, in, to a bunch of people that didn't want to be led yeah. Fuck it sucks. It, it fucking sucks. And 
that's where you need to be. And this is the, the word selective. Selective is a very underrated word when it comes to mentality. You need to be selective with who you approach these things with. Because if you just approach this the average Joe that just wants to watch Netflix, do fuck all. Which Netflix is fine if you want to watch Netflix and, you know, watch Netflix in your free time. Yeah. But when you have a mission, that entertainment shit can stay on the side. Exactly. Watch it an hour before you go to bed. Most people have an hour before they can go to bed. You want to watch that shit? Do it then. Yeah. You have a sad day off? Do it then. But we are out here on a fucking Saturday night making a fucking podcast. Yes. Who the fuck does that shit? But this is the thing that the compound interest where no one gave a fuck. Yeah. No one liked my Instagram thing at all. And I told you that beforehand. Except you. Yeah. Except you. This is going to be big. Yeah. It's going to fucking happen, man. I want to fucking win and I'm going to fucking win. It's going to happen, man. I manifest this in dreams. Yes. I manifest my future in dreams. Yeah. I manufacture thoughts in my head to make sure yeah. that this does fucking become great. Yeah. I want it. I'll bleed for that shit. Yes. And just like I talk about with the barbell man, and I made a post about this the other day, it got fucking deleted. I don't know why. It, it was a pretty dark thing for me to say anyway, but like it got deleted by somebody. I think somebody might have reported it. But when I'm under that barbell, bro, and I'm getting ready, particularly at 4 a.m. in the morning, yeah. when no one's around, I'm ready to put everything on the line. Mm. I'm ready to fucking die right there at that point in time. And I tell myself that. We're going to go out. We're going out like this. Yeah. We're going to war with the barbell. And just like artists at their prime, bro. Yes. They die by enjoying the creativity of painting. I enjoy the weight room so much that I'm willing to put my life on the line for that shit. This is exactly how I think as well. That's how it should be. I want to, I want to put everything, everything in the most, if I take it all out at 40, I don't give a fuck. I don't care because the legacy spilled already. Exactly. Exactly. And like, I always, I always think about the Kanye West song, Power. Great song, but what he talks about in that song is dying at your prime. Yeah. Like your absolute pinnacle. Mm. And that gives me chills to think about. Because bro, if I want to go out, fuck it, let's go out like that. Yeah. At the absolute, the absolute pinnacle of everything, everything. Investments, strength training, you know, endurance challenge, all that stuff. I get to that point, bro, take me out. Take me out. And stuff like that. Yeah. Take me out. Because if, I, if I'm going to die, bro, don't let me turn into an old fucking fragile man where I have to deal with neurological orders, neurological issues, you know, I have to deal with fucking grandkids and stuff like that. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I don't deal with that. People, some people want to die old. Yeah. Good on them. Yes. Good on them. Happy for them, bro. But I'm not average, bro. Yes. The average person wants to die at that age. But, bro, I'm so fucking psychotically insane some days yeah. that I'll take it at 50. I'll take that shit at 50, bro. Yeah. Because then at that point, motherfuckers are going to hear and be like, fuck, this guy left something on the table, man. Yeah. He's a fucking badass. Mm. He died out, guns are blazing. Mm. That's what I want. Fucking let's go, bro. That's the fucking thing. That's that's what I want, man. People could go, oh, that, that will change in the future. No, it won't. No, I won't. I could have a kids and stuff like that. I won't tell my kid that I'm, oh, oh dad wants to die at 50. But like, like that's that's the kind of mindset that I still have, man. Yeah. Because then if I know that like that could be the end, bro, I'm fucking chasing every day. Yeah. I'm fucking chasing every day. There isn't any finish line. 
The finish line is when the job's done. Yes. The job's done when I'm fucking dead. That's when I'm done. Yes. Because obviously there's nothing to do at that point. Yeah. You know, obviously, like we talk about it at the time, the job's not finished. Yeah. Till that job's done, we put that head down and we fucking go. No, we no, fucking no. go. Like, just like, you know, uh, how you were saying about, you know, rainy days or weather or something like that, that's something I've learned from you. Like, I wanted to say this before. You know, I didn't want to interrupt you or anything like that. But, no, that's good. You know, I have... I used to slack off on days it rained or something like that, you know. If I had to, you know, catch up on my steps or something like that, you know. Ever since I've been associating with you, it's been such like a productive uh, mindset kind of thing that, you know, whenever I, whenever it's late and raining and I have 3K steps left, I'm like, fuck it, who cares? I'm, go- I'm going to go out and finish them, yeah. you know. There's people out there, you know, doing it no matter what. Yeah. Why can't I do it? You know, that's something I've learned from you, and I wanted to thank you for that. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Yeah. Really means a lot, man. Now, that's the, the weather's the biggest bullshit excuse in the bag, I reckon. Yeah. Um, I, I fucking hate it when people say, oh, it's raining. Bro, fucking get a coat on, get a brolly, and go. That's it. Like, stop making bullshit excuses. If it's windy, don't bring the brolly and just grow a pair and do it. Don't bring your phone, or put your phone in a plastic bag. Yeah. People forget that. Like, bro, just put your fucking thing in a bag. Like, if you don't want it to get wet, my phone gets really, really wet in rain weather. Like, it fucks up and stuff like that. It goes to emergency contact and stuff like that. Also, like, obviously with Strava and stuff like that, I have to record my sled drags, get the 800 meters bang on and stuff like that. Yeah. Usually at that point, I'll just put a plastic bag in and I'll go. Mm. And it doesn't get wet. Yeah. doesn't get wet. So, like... For me, I can use that tip. Well, there you go. There you go. That's a tip, man. There's a tip. Yeah. Like... Or even just don't bring it, but I, I'm a little bit OCD when it comes to recording like my things and stuff like that. So I, yeah. I need to fucking record it. If I don't record it, I'm fuming. Yeah. So like, because it just keeps me in accountability. It just keeps me going. Yes. That if I have a numeral data there, numerical data saying, hey, it's day, I don't know, hypothetically, obviously never, never say never, like 157. Yeah. Pissy down rain, weather, shit. Yeah. I started in my car. Then when I get all my crap out and everything like that, do the sled drag, I edit it. The, the thing that it doesn't cover the distance of me taking my dra- car like sled out of the car and all that crap and stuff like that yeah and then I just start from the point that obviously I started to do the sled drag on the day you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so like because obviously it's going to track the steps of you going back and forth between your car and your van yeah. and stuff like that to bring all the crap yes. to the park and stuff yeah. like that and that takes like two minutes but it's still obviously going to take up time yeah doing it, stuff like that so obviously that's where I'll edit it and you know, fix it up and shit like that, that it can cover the 800 meters, yes. which 800 meters, guys, I do at Success Primary and stuff like that, just at that oval over there. If it's not there, it's like South Lake or something like that. So I always just, uh, there's no bullshit excuses for me not to do it. I try to do it at the park there. The fucking friction on that grass is brutal, man. So like, it feels like you're carrying 100,000 kilos yeah. on the sled drag in comparison to 40. Yeah. And stuff like that. So like, obviously that's what, like why I don't ever go to that park right there when you go from Wentworth Parade. Yeah. It's fucking brutal. Absolutely brutal, man. Because the grass is so thick. thick yeah. Particularly on dry days, you're trying to pull that thing, man. It feels like you're pulling out the stone. Like it's ridiculously tough. So like that's like like this is this is like this is this is brilliant because like obviously like if the 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 the, the conversation feels so natural yeah. between us, man. You know what I mean? Like this is like this is it. This is this is fucking it. I, I, this is the this is the people that like I need to be around and obviously you need to be around yeah. and obviously like as I said man the universe doesn't bullshit bro like people come into your life for a reason yes certain people come into your life for a reason for a negative 
Yeah. Some people come in for a positive, yeah. right? Some people are there to show you like yourself as well. Some people mirror yourself, bro. Yeah. And sometimes you look at these guys, you're like, fuck, they're annoying. Mm. And then sometimes you're like, damn, what if, what if that's like me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like this is one of this is another element of mindset or like mentality that people tend to forget is that you gotta you gotta better yourself as a person, man. Because at the end of the day, like you still need a good be be a good person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you still need to be a good bloke or a good individual to be around. Like regardless of the gym, regardless of how much of a savage you are, bro. Be the humble savage, bro. Yeah. Be the be the humble killer. There is nothing wrong with having humility, man. Humility's brilliant, man. And that's what I learned from anybody that I talk to, bro. Yeah. Is that just let me just just let me hear you out. Let me listen to you. Yeah. Because when you listen, bro, some motherfuckers are very interesting people, man. Mm. Super interesting individuals, man. Yes. And stuff like that. But some people don't get that, and they go, "Oh, they're they're, they're, they're fucking up themselves, bro. Oh, they're, they're they're all blah blah blah. All this crap. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're a nitpicker. You're a nitpicker. If you have to pick people out for every single flaw, bro, there's something wrong with you more than them. Very true. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where sometimes you just need to drop the ego and actually listen. Yeah. Listen to them. That's something you do tremendously, bro. You're a fucking phenomenal listener, man. Oh, thank you. Man. You're a brilliant, brilliant listener, man. Brilliant listener. Even you may not agree with the person. Yeah. You listen. I do. Yeah. Which is fantastic, man. You know what I mean? And like, some people need to learn that shit, bro. Like, obviously, like some people always make it about themselves. It's yes. I, 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 I. No, no, you can't do that in life, bro. Sometimes it's not about you. Yes. Sometimes you need to drop your ego or like stop being a narcissist, man, and actually listen to what somebody else has to say, man. You know what I mean? So that's where obviously like, I I thank you, bro. You know, I thank you because that's something you've taught me to do is be a better, more attentive listener, man. Just listen. Because if you, if you, if like, if you don't listen, where are you going to go in life, bro? Exactly. There's nothing wrong with having a coach. And that was something, like, particularly that when I came to you in August, bro, yeah. for that nutrition, bro, that was the ultimate humbler. Yeah. The ultimate humble experience, man. Because I actually, for the first time in my life, stopped thinking, you are not the answer to everything, man. Yeah. You, like, not you, but, like, myself. Yes, yes. I, I am not the answer to everything. I don't know everything. Yeah. So I need to drop the ego and listen to somebody for once. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's something I made it even do with my training, bro. You know what I mean? Nutrition will be you. Yeah. And then trading meat may be another person, man. Yeah. Particularly for the bodybuilding, bro. Bro, I need to fucking get somebody for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because obviously, I know about bodybuilding and getting some hypertrophy and packing on some size. Yeah. But, like, the coach keeps you accountable, bro. Yes, definitely. It keeps you accountable, man. And even if I have two separate coaches, bro, fuck. It's better than nothing. Yeah. And it'll make me into a fucking beast when I'm on the stage, man. It will. You know, and that's the thing, man. Like, I mean, I want to be a guy who's done it all. Yes. Jack of all trades, master of none, mate. <laughs> you know, like, at least I can say to people, like, I've experienced something, man. Like, I've experienced the powerlifting meet. I've experienced a triathlon. I've experienced a bodybuilding meet. Yes. Last thing, I'll lifting, mate. And that's it, man. Nice. And then that's the, everything ticked off, man. Yeah. And then obviously from there, I can go with whatever I want, you know what I mean? The, the true ultimate passion, man. Yes. And obviously I talked about it with you beforehand, man. It's like, um, it's about Clarence Kennedy and Ivan Jurek. Have you heard of Ivan Jurek? No. He does squatting every day, bro. He's in South Australia and stuff like that, right? No. He squatted for 865 days in a row with a barbell. Holy shit. That's fucking insane, bro. That fucking insane. incredible, man. Yeah. But like that, like crazy stuff like that amazes me. Yeah. It doesn't make me go, oh no, overtraining, overtraining. That doesn't make me do that corny shit, bro. Yeah. Fuck that. No. The bro cares. People care about the barbell, bro. Yeah. People are so invested 
in this one piece yeah. of equipment and one exercise yeah. that they'll go all the way through it, man, bro. Yes. which is incredible. Mm. I find that amazing, man. Yeah. But that's where I talk about like the artist thing, man. Bro, like this is with life in general, man. Like, and I, I think we'll conclude on this point, man. Like, like this whole thing in synopsis, bro, is like, but like be an artist in life. Yeah. Be an artist. Like, paint your picture, bro. Create something out of it. Create a fucking masterpiece out of that shit, bro. Because you don't know in hundreds or, you know, ten years time, that well, somebody may look at that painting and go, "Fuck, that's beautiful." Yeah. And like, like you just just learn how to love art and learn how to love life, man. Because if you don't learn how to enjoy yourself and enjoy everything that you do. I don't know. I don't know how I can help you, man. That's true. Keep pushing. Keep striving. Keep being incredible things, you know. Because like, regardless of who you are, man, just, 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 just chase it. Go the distance, man. Go the distance. Yeah. Paint that picture. Paint that, you know, the morale that you want from your life. Because you never know in the future who's going to find some retrospectiveness behind that. Exactly. And I think it's beautiful. You know what I mean? You could impact thousands at some point in the future, and you may not even know about it because obviously you're dead. But like. You never know who you could impact. Yeah. You may impact 10 people today, but in 10 years' time, you can impact thousands. AP inside. Check it out. Thank you for coming inside. Thank you for having me.